You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team five days a week. And right now your team is UGA. Dan and I started this podcast um, I have a feeling, Daniel, by the way, that as I'm getting into this, we just launched into the read to like the intro. There was no banter. There was no like jovial tones mm. back and forth. Normally, there's like kind of a witty repartee right here. That's yeah. sort of the way we've fashioned the podcast. Yeah. Um, not this Not this week. No. 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 Nothing there. This week, uh, I'm still in mourning. There are mirrors all around my house that have have uh drapes on them daniel mm, uh, yeah so uh sackcloth and ashes bring it on is- baby um that's the next we need to make a, a care package daniel it's a bucket mm. with sackcloth and ashes that we distribute to our listeners that's right and, and it's all it's all useful it comes in a bucket so you can use that bucket use the bucket and then and right. maybe put a can put a candle and a robe in there for for the good times <laughs> well and then a sackcloth and the robe actually turns into a sackcloth if there you it turn is. it inside out reverse that thing. that's what you, that's what you want <laughs> this, is, this is a genius this is a genius uh, somebody get in touch with us let's market this thing let's, let's do let's it go. let's go the lock on bulldogs uh joy Georgia fan care package. Season survival kit. How to survive the season. Um, he is Daniel. I am Clint. Uh, we started this podcast because we want to be for fans by fans. We are fans first and foremost. Not gurus or any stretch of the imagination and insider, Daniel. No. And I would say we started this podcast because we thought Dan Mullen would never beat Georgia when he was the, the head coach of a, the Florida Gators. And, and so I'm not even sure why we're still here. To be totally upfront with you, uh, but but here we are, nonetheless. Georgia fans, through and through. Um, if you're a Georgia fan, thank you for listening. Uh, you're in the right place. This is Locked On Bulldogs, and we are here five days a week. As Clint said, if you're new to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast uh, on whichever podcast listening device you're on right now, so that you always get every episode of download straight to your device. Um, uh, that way, you won't miss one because we are here five days a week. Um, uh, leading you up to each game of the football and basketball season. Uh, if you like the podcast uh, and you've been with us uh, for a little bit, we would love it if you would just leave us a five-star rating or a review. We're not we're not ever going to try to lure you behind a paywall or ask you for your money in any or into anything. Lure you yeah, into anything. Kids are very wary of being lured these days. Thanks, Dateline. Um, uh, we are simply going to ask if you'd like the show, leave us a five-star rating or a review, and that would help us out a tremendous amount. The email address is LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. It's been a quiet week for emails, Clint. Not shocking. Everyone feels, everyone feels like we feel right now. Just like you couldn't pay me to type out my feelings about Georgia football. Uh, the Twitter handle is at Dogs Podcast. We're here for you. If you would like to reach out, if you need a counseling session, if you would like to just vent or express yourself in some way, maybe uh, write a haiku or a limerick <laughs> sure. of sure. some kind. I need a limerick. Um, let's do a contest. Listener that sends us the best limerick, okay. we will send you a bulldog <laughs> yep. bucket, yep. Uh, sackcloth and ashes care package. That's if you exactly send right. us 
the best limerick executive producer intern michael will send you a uh a a care package so that's how we're going to do it locked on bulldogs at gmail.com uh at dogs podcast on twitter get us your limericks and um clint we're here we said we were we were moving we're not moving on but we said we're done moaning and complaining about the florida game exclusively we're going to move on to missouri Oh, hold wait. on. What's that? Hold on. What was it? Intern Michael, just, intern executive producer, weatherman, and COVID scientist research developer. Uh-huh. Dr. In- Anthony uh, Fauci, Scalucci? intern oh, wait, Michael, uh, has just buzzed in and said, apparently, we might not play against Missouri on Saturday. We Is may that- not play against Missouri, Daniel. That's correct. Um. So that's two ways to look at this. Way number one uh-huh. is everything is dead inside. Who cares if we don't play? It doesn't yeah. matter. Nothing matters. Um, it's just nothing but an endless pit of darkness. Uh, and so whether or not we play Missouri is completely relevant. Way number two of looking at this is there's never been a week in the history of weeks that we needed to see the team go out and play and win a game more than this week. Just to remind sure. us that there's something sure. out there. Because right now, Clint, I can see it in your face. You don't believe that there's something. There's, you don't, you don't what, what believe there? that Tell there's something. Tell me what there is. <laughs> we need I, a game. I ask you. We need a game this week. Whatever the powers that be... Uh, please let us play this game. We're going to continue the podcast as normal. Obviously, we will make adjustments to the schedule or to our programming if and when decisions are made. But as for today, Clint, um, Kirby addressed the media. Could you bring yourself to listen to it? Nope. I had to read snippets later. <sighs> it's still hard for me to look him in the eyes after I- Saturday. It's very... I feel like a petulant child who's seven years old throwing a attitude at my father. That's what I feel like. That's what we are. That's that's correct. Uh, But guess what we're going to talk about, Clint? Guess which position group Kirby was addressing that everyone's talking about? Guess... Guess who we're going to talk about? It's the quarterbacks again. Clint, apparently, JT Daniels getting reps in practice. Kirby quoted as saying there's some, quote, juice... In the offense, okay. okay, with George Pickens running around out there, okay. thought he was in the transfer portal. All you insiders and gurus, insiders, how's, gurus, how's that, how, how's that working out for you? What's going uh, on? George Pickens running around out there catching uh, footballs. I thought he was suspended because of. Uh, I thought it was a team acad- discipline thing. A- academic, academic probation is. I what thought I it heard. was a fake was injury. Mm-hmm. Cool, uh, George Pickens out there, and apparently. Uh, some life at the quarterbacks, maybe even JT Daniels could even be the mustachioed one. Might get some uh, reps in the game on Saturday, Clint. What am I supposed to make about this? Here's what you make: uh, two things. One, Kirby does not lie. Like he speaks Kirbyese, which we need to get fluent in. Mm-hmm. But just so you're fully aware, when you thought Kirby was trying to be like cloak and dagger about the quarterback situation, he he wasn't. No, like. Like, he genuinely, truly believed with all his heart Stetson Bennett gave them the best chance of winning every single week. Yep. And we saw 
some out of Dewan Mathis as to why he maybe believed that. Because Dewan Mathis didn't look very good when he was in the football game. Um, this is the thing that everyone refuses to believe, and that is it could be that Georgia just doesn't have any good quarterbacks on the roster. It, it could be that year. when Jamie Newman said, we done, our season was done with him. Yeah. Now, there's two, there's two scenarios. JT Daniels comes in, and he looks aggressively average. I would say that's the most likely scenario. I don't scenario doubt that one bit. B, scenario B is, and then we're left exactly where we are right now. Scenario B is JT Daniels comes in and he balls out. And I would argue, Clint, that is much, 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 much worse. If that happens, Daniel, um, I guarantee you I'm buying a new TV. Like before it was it, like, ha ha, I guarantee uh, this you. This will be funny. Yeah, no. No, it won't? No, that would be that would be as depressing of a revelation as you could ever see if oh, JT Daniels comes gosh. in and looks very good. No, that would be that would be horrifying. Um I guess we'll see on Saturday uh, or maybe we won't see on Saturday. Maybe Dewan Mathis will play the entire game and uh we'll we'll see something there. Um uh Clint sometimes in life, you just have to chill. You do. Uh, that, that's what we need. Right now. More so than anything else. You keep right reading. Now. I'm heading to the fridge. We need we need to chill. Uh, <laughs> life is crazy. The responsibilities of life are endless. And sometimes you just need to hit the reset button. And that is when you should do what we do, which is to reach for the beer that is literally made to chill it's the silver bullet clint Mm -hmm. it is coors Mm -hmm. light it is as crisp and refreshing as the colorado rockies uh it is the official beer of sitting on your couch and watching something on tv that's not georgia getting beat by florida which is to say (laughs) watching anything good on your tv that's it coors light is the official beer of that um it is cold packaged, cold filtered, cold lagered. It is literally made to chill. <clears throat> so, when you need to unwind, when you need to hit the reset button, reach for the beer that is literally made to chill. Get Coors Light in its new look, delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. You don't even have to leave your house. You don't have to go to the Walmarts and don't get your it. Coors Light. They will bring it to you. Uh, Get.CoorsLight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. But let's say, Daniel, you don't really want to chill and you don't really want to hang out. You want to do some activity and you're thinking to yourself, I need to get all this anxiousness off my body. Mm -hmm. Get it out of my body. Well, that's when... Maybe rather than punching the TV... Maybe uh-huh. you punch the heavy bag. Oh, I see. Maybe you go. Maybe you go to the gym. Do something constructive with all that anger. See, now all this construction that we're doing on our bodies is going to need some protein. 
in there as well. And that's where the fine folks over at Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar that there ever was, ever will be, quite frankly. It is soft. It is chewy. It is delicious. Daniel and I have tried them. We love all the flavors. BuiltBar.com. Go there right now. You can get a high-protein, low-sugar, high-fiber protein bar that's on the go as a meal replacement before your workout, after your workout. Everything you need to get back into shape or continue keeping yourself in shape. BuiltBar.com. Put in the promo code locked on. Get 20% off your entire order. That's BuiltBar.com. Locked on. 20% off your order. Clint, let me let me let me take us here okay. on the podcast. I I I loaded this question up a little bit to you before we hit the record button, and I'm gonna post it to you now. Um this is the first time since 2016 that Georgia has ever played a meaningless regular season game. I don't know if you're aware of this, Georgia fans, but the game on Saturday, should it be played, means absolutely nothing. Florida is not going to lose two more games. Nope. Uh, and so the game means absolutely nothing. I would not be surprised if Florida does lose one more game, just to be honest, and that's going to be even more infuriating. When they do, um, it'll still be good. We'll all celebrate that they have lost a game. But Florida's not going to lose two games, which means this game against Missouri means absolutely nothing. Do we want to win it? Yes. Do we want to lose it? No. But does it mean anything? No, it does not. First time Georgia's played a regular season game, that means nothing. Since 2016, which is unbelievable to even think about, uh, had a nice run there. Three three straight years of no meaningless games. Um, so this is a new feeling. And not only do we have one meaningless game, Clint, we have four. All of them. Meaningless games. All and then of them. potentially a bowl game. So five <laughs> meaningless games. Sure. So I'm going to ask you this. Let's fast forward. Let's go into the way forward machine. Okay. And let's, let's advance four weeks. So it's now four weeks, uh, four weeks in ahead in time. Mm-hmm. And we are looking back on these four meaningless games which we have played. Okay? And I'm going to ask you this question, Clint. If you could script it any way that you wanted, mm-hmm. what would you orchestrate to have happened for Georgia that that would make you feel in four weeks' time that even though we played meaningless games and there was not a championship on the line, that was a positive outcome for Georgia. What could happen that in four weeks we would go, you know what? It wasn't an SEC title. It wasn't SEC East. It wasn't a good season. It was a failure. But this positive thing still happened. Uh, I think there can only be one thing that makes this worth it for me, Daniel. And it's not going to be production on the field. It's not going to be who shines out. It's okay. not going to be any stats whatsoever i okay. need kirby in a presser okay. when okay. asked hey kirby qb competition blah blah yada 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 blah from reporter and kirby's response is this and this alone will get me excited you know i'm gonna defer all those questions to todd munkin he's really got his eye on on what really has happened over there and what needs to get better Next question. If that happens some point this season, my, my heart beats again. 
So you're saying that that kind of couched in here is a belief by you that Kirby, in a negative way, still has his fingers all over the the offense in a way that he should not. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think he has he, he should have his fingers in who plays in each and every position at UGA. Okay? So okay. don't at me with that. I think Kirby gets too close to the trees to see the forest. And what he should do is he should put more weight in what Todd has to say. Ultimately, it's Kirby's decision. Ultimately. Mm-hmm. And as it should be. He's the head coach. I think what he needs to do is to stop listening to his own advice and start listening to the advisors he has, namely Todd Munkin. So when Todd Munkin says, I think X quarterback needs to play, I think Kirby needs to weigh that more heavily than any other thought, which would be indicative if he said, hey, I think you need to ask Todd about that. He's got his pulse on that a lot more. Kirby can still make a decision. So I don't think his fingers are unnecessarily in it. It needs to be in it. But he needs to reprioritize the weight distribution of how that decision is made. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in a different direction because I think we're at our lowest right now. But I think there is some definitive on-field things that could happen that would make me legitimately excited. Okay, we help, are, help me get I, excited. I hate looking ahead to next year. And again, oh, I hear that some of you, when I say next year, but that's what you're doing. You know, like I'm, you're, doing, yeah, I'm you're, doing the same thing. Yeah. That's where we are. So we just, we have to own that. And if you're not ready to own that, that's fine. Put, yeah, that wasn't like an, oh gosh, your... to you. That was a, oh gosh, you're right. Like, I hate no, that no, no, we're I get there it. now. I get it. I Everyone hates that we're there now. But next year is a new year. Uh, Brock Vandelay of Vandelay Come Industries, Come coming. On. he's coming in, all right? Um, I think I've made it clear that I am 100% in favor of starting him as a true freshman. But if we start him as a true freshman, Clint, mm-hmm. we are not winning the national championship, period. I don't know if that's true, but continue. This kid is not Trevor Lawrence. I- I don't know if that's true, but this kid is not Justin Fields. We are not starting him as a true freshman and winning the national. I am in favor of starting him as a true freshman so that we will be in a good position the following year and the following year. But that being said, if JT Daniels or Dewan Mathis, for that matter, comes in for the next four games, and absolutely shows me something in the passing game. Shows me something with George Pickens. Shows me something. And, and I'll say this. If the wide receivers around whichever quarterback mm-hmm. this is okay. show okay. me something. Okay. So what if over these next four games, Jermaine Burton really has a moment and he really flashes and Aaron. really starts to show himself? What if Arian Smith starts to get some run? And we see something out of uh, the freshman speedster. All right, what um, uh, what if what if some wide receivers begin to step up, and we begin to see some positivity in the passing game? What if we what if a quarterback? 
a, a change in quarterback comes in, and we get to see. Listen, the offensive line is going to lose a couple pieces, but the offensive line is going to be fine next year. You understand? Like the we're not worried about the offensive. Line. Trey so Hill fine. may go. Trey Hill may go to the NFL. Ben Cleveland is definitely gone. Justin Schaefer is definitely gone. So there's there potentially three pieces in the middle, but there's Clay Webbs and um, there's 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 lots of options of people that can step in and replace that running back position. James Cook again gone, but lots of options at the running back position. Um, tight end position, just fine. For next year. Uh, if the wide receivers begin to step up. And then you think about adding Dominic Blaylock. Back into that mix next year. And we see the offense move. I really do think. That if it's Stetson Bennett. And the offense does well. I have no hope. Yeah. But if it's somebody with a higher ceiling. Than Stetson Bennett. Somebody like JT Daniels. Or Dewan Mathis. That would be should be enough. I think. To give you hope and to make you feel good. Because then at least there would be a situation where um, Brock Vandelay of Vandelay Industries would be coming in knowing full well that there's a very established uh, starter here who played very well at the end of the previous season. And uh, is likely going to be the starter going into next year. And he can come in and take a year and sit behind and then maybe have his turn and not get all antsy and transfer and Justin Fields his way out of town. So I do think the best case scenario is either the quarterbacks play so bad for the rest of the year that Kirby has to start. The, the freshman or one of the quarterbacks plays so well the rest of the year that we are excited about him starting instead of Brock Vandergriff next year. On the other side of this break, we're going to talk about dumb stuff we read on the internet. Daniel, dumb stuff we read on the internet. This was not just on the internet. This was on the broadcast waves as well. Many people, some people, I shouldn't say many, some people are calling for Lewisine to be disciplined further than what he already will miss, which is concussion protocol and uh, half of a game whenever he does play because he got ejected for a targeting call. No, that was in the first half. So he'll. Oh, he was in the first half. You're right. There was, there, right was a, there was a couple minutes. You're right. You're absolutely right. So he's eligible. So concussion protocol is going to be the maybe only thing. you were confused because they were on their way to scoring their 38th I, uh, point. I I was and so, so confused. you thought it was late in the fourth quarter, <laughs> but no, no, it was nope. the first half. Nope. No. Um, many people are calling for him to be suspended, Daniel. Um. Yes. Holy jeez. Can we Whatever. just talk about I mean, dumb stuff that we read on the internet real quick? Um, Lewisine did not. Without a doubt. You want to if you want to talk about a dirtier hit, okay? A hit that had more what I'm going to call um uh, collateral damage not just because uh, he did in fact break his ankle, but the tackle on Rosemi as he was going to the end zone was a dirtier play. Because he tackled low. He went for the ankle rather than Lewisine, who was going for the body. 
So don't you dare, Danny Cannell, don't you dare say you anything about losing. You lost me at Danny Cannell. Well. I'm sorry, but does, is anybody, and I'm talking about, no, is anybody, anybody taking Danny Cannell seriously? No. Anyone? No. Show of hands. No we'll hands. Okay. okay. Uh, no, Lewis Zine did not uh, drop his head. Mm-mm. He did not hit. He did not hit him with the crown of the helmet. He was turning his body to get his shoulder in there. It was honestly, I've seen way worse, hit, dirtier hit. I've seen mm-hmm. way more obvious targeting hit. Now it was obviously targeting, and mm-hmm. you knew he was going to be ejected from the second. And, but part of that was that he was just coming in at such a rate of speed. Good Lord, that he was. That it was as violent of a collision as you were ever likely to see in a college football game. It was, I mean, you want to go back, you want to go back to the Greg Blues of the Ooh. world. That's what that Ooh. is. So if you were a child or um, a toddler or not born, when Greg Blue was uh, roaming the backfield, uh, the defensive backfield at UGA. Like, like a lion on the Serengeti. That's what it looked like, only it was twice a Saturday. That's that's what <laughs> it was. And he ended people Correct. out there on the football field. And instead of Danny Cannell calling for him to be suspended, everyone cheered, and the player that he hit... Just hobbled off the field, and then the football game kept going because that's what football used to be. And I'm not necessarily in favor of that still being what football is. I'm ha- I'm I'm pro the I'm, I'm what's on Bulldogs and is pro safety, pro player safety. I'm anti the way that targeting is officiated, mm-hmm. but I am pro the targeting rules mm-hmm. that are in place. I think the rules are good. I think the officiating is bad, and those are two totally different things. Uh, but Lewisine should have been ejected. He absolutely, uh, that absolutely was a hit that, uh, it, they're trying to get out of football, but, but I'm, but I'm, it's that there's nothing dirty about that hit. There's nothing, nothing intentional about that hit. And Lewisine, you just, you keep being you. All right. Also, Let's Trevor, go. by the way, if you want to see what, what a literal taking of the head remotely closely hey, tre- comes to hey trevor trevor like, like get in our dms trevor and talk to us about this like we will listen about, uh-huh. we will I, listen now yes. if you're telling me that if i made the statement lewisine can't pop if i made the statement mm-hmm. lewisine don't want to bring the heat you go ahead and get after me all day long by the way i've never said that and i no, will never ne- say that nor would you because um that's bad intentions right there uh man it's not great when you lose all your safe, but here's the thing. I mean, they were, they were what? They were on like the ten yard line when that play yeah. happened. They, well, they get two field goals after that. Mm-hmm. So when our second safety left the game, all of you injuries was why the defense was so bad. We had so many players out. It's why the defense was so bad. Like, how come after Lewisine left the game? It's when they stopped scoring all the points. Um, it, was, it was Kyle Pitts going on the offense, Daniel. It was Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Okay. Well, how come Jacob Copeland looked like Julio Jones in the first half? There it is. Even though that's that's not that's not Kyle Pitts. That's 
that's a completely irrelevant college football player that we're talking about right now. Uh, all right. We'll be back tomorrow. I hope that we'll be giving out locks for a bunch of football games that there are going may to be, be only four games that we choose to to give because may, there's only four games to bet on. It may just be may just be like who are you taking in the cow game? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh gosh, <laughs> just it's going to be a rough episode. We give you permission to not tune in tomorrow. No, if that's no, what don't it listen is. to him. Don't. Uh, all right, look, we hope there's going to be games. We hope we're going to be giving out official predictions of Georgia-Missouri. Um, we'll get into some of what Eli Drinkowicz is doing over there uh, in Columbia and um, talk to you about who we think is going to win on Saturday and give out a bunch more locks as well. We'll be back on Friday with some fact or fictions, and uh, we'll see you guys then. See you.